All right, welcome everyone to the Canadian Perspective. Derek, what's, where are you? I'm angry, Cole. Why I'm are you angry? angry? What's going on? Because these debates were trash. They were absolutely trash. They're dog shit. Actually, dog shit. The best part of the debate was listening to the questions absolutely rip apart every single candidate. Yeah, the the candidates kind of got butt fucked by the questions there, but uh, I loved it. They weren't able to answer <laughs> any questions. They were like, "Okay, you just like killed eight million people and uh, committed genocide you have five seconds to respond <laughs> hitler explain your crimes t- t- 20 seconds you have like, 20 seconds they literally gave like trudeau i think trudeau was once allowed to respond to a statement and he was allowed five seconds respond. i mean they're on a tight they're tight but they're three and a half hours long uh that one was only a, an hour and a half i think Oh, uh, no, it was like two hours, the and then first there's, the uh, f- coverage afterwards. That's what I was listening to. It was, it was not... It, it, it's telling when the leader of the block party did the best out of everybody. <laughs> I, was wa- I was watching this before Derek did, and I texted Derek, Derek, fuck, I think I have to vote for the block Quebecois now. <laughs> Yves Blanchet was just slaying everyone. Yeah, he was. He... he he honestly did the best, in my opinion. Like, I mean, I am a Jagmeet uh, simp, if you will. I think he did not come off well during this debate. Trudeau was just angry the whole time. He was like a grumpy old man up on there. That was hilarious, actually. I love that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, O'Toole is just pulling at... But yeah, I was saying, Yves Wanshay <clears throat> was ripping people apart. But I was thinking it's funny. So like, the way they did this was they had five candidates sitting there, right? And yep. those candidates were, you got Justin Trudeau for the Liberals, you got uh, Aaron O'Toole for the Conservatives, you got Jagmeet Singh for the NDP, you got Anami Paul for the Green Party, Yves Blanchette for the Bloc Québécois. And yep. those were all the candidates up there. No People's Party of Canada. No, because fuck them. I mean, it's good. It's just interesting that last time they did, they were, like, brought... Yeah, onto the debates. So, and the Green Party usually is the one that's well, left off. Well, the Green off. Party has left, uh, or <clears throat> excuse me, the Green Party has less uh, support than the People's mm. Party, but they have seats. People's Party is zero. You know seats. what? That's a fair point. <clears throat> Just saying. I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, fair. So five people, right? Now a lot of people, but you know, even in the, in the United States debates, like they, they the somehow managed ones. to have like they somehow managed. They had to like have. eight. <laughs> yeah, the Republican one in 2015 or whatever, there was like 19 <laughs> people on stage. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But they managed to do it. And this time, it did not seem like everybody... It was a shit show. It really. was kind of like a shit show. No they, one came off good. That's okay. So I think the main problem, I really liked how they put together, like how you could see the time yeah. that each person got. Um, the main highlight for me was the questions and we can just talk about like the opening like statement that they gave. They didn't even really give them an open statement. What they no. did was they, the, the, I guess you call the host and then they would bring on interviewers for each section because they would have each section of questions and then multiple questions within each section. And they would have a specific interviewer for that section come out. Correct. Yes. And that person would come out and roast everybody with yeah, they the would question. start they would start off being like you fucked up like 
I can't believe how horrible your plan is for the climate, Aaron O'Toole. Explain yourself. And then, <laughs> and like, so th- here's an example. The opening statements, quote unquote, I, they went to um, the Bloc Québécois, right? Yves Blanchet. And they asked him, why are you so fucking racist? <laughs> Well, and his answer was, I am not racist. Yeah, they asked him about his support for, like, discriminatory bills in Quebec that's against uh, having religious symbols in, like, uh, public. Yeah. Specifically for, like, public jobs and stuff. And, of course, that's discriminatory towards people who wear more, uh, how would you say, identifiable religious People that wear turbans. Yes. And like um hijabs. Hijabs and niqabs and shit like that. Uh and so his response to that was no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they are not discriminatory. <laughs> uh they uh I'm I'm just not racist. I don't know what to tell you. You're wrong. You're viewing and then the he's just like wrong. we're better at on uh reconciliation than um O'Toole, so yeah. So that's good. Yeah, and then they want to jump to Jugmeet Singh. They say to him, your platform lacks specifics. Why? Why? <laughs> like, that's what they asked. They jumped to the and Greens. And uh, like, stumbled through his answer. And then yeah, His answer was kind of shit. He needed, to, he needed to be prepared and have all the specific bullet points down. It seems oh, like fuck. he came loaded up with... Platitudes. With platitudes. They didn't give him, like, a list of specific shit he needed to say. No. And then they jumped to the Greens... They, they say to the uh, Anami, enemy, Anami, Paul, Anami, Paul, they say to her, you have split your party in half. Your party is in turmoil now. Why? Did what you do say this? you to this? <laughs> <laughs> and then O'Toole about uh, vaccination and climate change, right? Yes. Yes. They, they jump to O'Toole and they say, so Aaron O'Toole, the candidates aren't all vaccinated. And your climate change plan sucks. Respond. What say you to this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said. Each oh, of this them. is like the questions. The actual questions are like fantastic. Yes. But they didn't have enough fucking time to fucking respond to the questions. Like, I don't care. Well, like, see, I'm going to say this, Derek, though. I'm going to be honest. When I was watching, I didn't have that much of a sense of... They didn't have enough time. It was more so they know they don't have enough time. They have to spit it out. And they weren't. They were washing around. Everybody was tossing platitudes. And that's why after the Bloc Québécois, I was liking Blanchet because he just went for a few of them for the climate change one. And uh, I honestly think that's because he doesn't fucking speak English, right? So he's so bad at English, he's just like, I just need to get straight to the point. But it, I can't, he can't bullshit. But I like Because he that. can't speak in English, right? But well, I, he can, but, but he went not with well. Direct to the policies, and he told me exactly what I wanted to hear. Why did Singh not do that? I don't know. It, he would come off way better if he did. He was just washing around in this platitude, like, uh, slip and slide. Yeah. It's annoying. It's so annoying. And we even know that Singh, like, I've read his platform and stuff. He doesn't have that many specifics, but we know he's good on issues because he's talked about it in the past, right? Yeah, but he's talked about these issues in the <clears> past, <throat> and he usually is on the better side of the issue, right? And he knows what to do, but I don't understand why he just doesn't talk about these things while, when addressing like people in with this uh, massive uh, platform. Yeah, why not? Everybody fucking loved Bernie because Bernie was just like. 
always about the issues. I'm talking about always the issues. knew um, the points that he wanted to hit, and Single they're always policy yeah. focused. Singh does not do that, even though he has very similar politics to Bernie. He could have pulled, uh, I wrote the damn bill, just like Bernie did when <clears throat> they asked Justin Trudeau about the pharmacare plan that he was killing. How they said, uh, Justin Trudeau, you, you ran in your campaign for the past election that you would promise pharmacare, and you ha even have it in your platform this time. How come it's not happened, and NDP could have hopped right in and said, uh, actually, we proposed a bill in February that you guys shot down and killed, which would have made a framework for negotiating with the provinces to come to some sort of, you know, pharmacare, universal pharmacare plan. Yep. And you guys killed it. And so <clears throat> he could have pulled a moment just like that. But he didn't. And so, hi, bro. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing? You know, what, you know what's kind of uh, sad, though, is that I don't remember what they asked uh, Justin Trudeau for his opening, opening zinger. Do you remember that? Well, we can, uh, we can look at it. Because you wanted a new mandate, you plunged the country into an election even as the pandemic spurs thousands of new cases. But over the last 18 months, opposition parties have largely stood with you, putting the nation above politics. Why aren't you doing the same? How can you justify an election at this time? Thank you, Ms. Curl. I think... First of all, I want to thank Canadians. Those decisions are going to be taken by your government now, in the coming weeks, this fall, not a year from now, not two years from now. Could it not and have I waited a few months, Mr. Trudeau? I know you want to go. <laughs> oh, fucking got him. See, see, okay. this, is, this is why I'm saying I'm digging. I'm digging uh, the host and the yeah. questions. Yeah. That's just, uh, could it not have waited? If, so if we, I don't know. I, I, we I don't really say care about the... What the question was. Yeah, what I don't was... know if we're going to put that whole thing in there, but basically, uh, <laughs> the question that was pitted to Trudeau we couldn't remember was that <laughs> he called the election in the middle of a pandemic while all these people were dying and shit, and the rest of the parties were like, thought it was a horrible idea, and Canadians didn't like that. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm not that upset about that, because I think the NDP are able to grab a couple more seats, the blocker losing seats. <clears> and, um, I mean, yeah. The Liberals are still going to have, uh, are projected right now to have a minority uh, government, according to the polls, and people are already out there voting, so, mm. I mean, I'm not really that angry that he called an election. I know lots of people are, but I'm like, it makes sense. He was super high in the polls. He has a lot of support. He's playing politics. He it's wasn't exactly... that high in the polls, though. Well, he was in the beginning. The Going into it. The conservatives were at a record low. Well, that closed very fast after he called the election. That did. That did. So it, but I the think conservatives was were under, under three, uh, 30% support. But it's still, I don't know. It's, and that's I why he called the like, election. Yeah, but he called like they the were shortest. at a record low. And then he called the shortest election because he knew the fourth wave was coming. He just was too late. If he called it two weeks ago. Two weeks beforehand. Two weeks beforehand, he would have been fine. Yeah, but I don't know if that's very ethical, though, for him to do that. I mean, maybe not. Because it's but... hard to even campaign now, to do door knocking. Because you're asking these people to basically do that. And then they have to step so far away to talk to people. And they I... called for, like, the, under our constitution, the shortest possible election you could call. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that upset about it. I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay, I mean... Personally, you, ha you can mail in your fucking ballot. 
Who cares? Yeah. Now he is kind of wasting time. That's a fair point. Why not solve the COVID right now? Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. But like, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I honestly don't think this election is going to change too, too much unless the conservatives are <clears> able <throat> to um, take control. But then yeah. again, the conservatives are so like bad with like healthcare and stuff. Oh I yeah, could, I could see them just being like, "Yeah, we're going to call a, we're going to <clears throat> a call a vote of non-confidence, and then we get another election in six months." Like, yeah, I could see the conservatives doing that. That's a hundred percent a possibility. They ask the conservatives, half your MPs. Oh yeah, yeah, vaccines, climate change. And his allowance of half of his MPs voting against supporting that um, anti-conversion therapy bill, <laughs> though he says he's for it, uh, and asks if he is going to be driving the bus if he's in power, or if his caucus is going to be driving the bus, and his caucus is going to be driving the bus. Yeah. Yeah. These questions were because hard, man. Aaron O'Toole um had a very different he had a much more conservative socially conservative um viewpoint when uh, running for a leader of the party mm. and then he switched it up you know why he switched it up because uh oh, let's try and take it? support from no Trudeau. the other guy no the other guy who almost won peter mckay oh right, right, right. they yeah, had yeah. to go to a third voting round yeah for the who in the primary to see who's gonna be the leader of the conservative party and peter yeah. mckay was a progressive conservative and he's progressive on social issues okay right? Yeah, that's his thing. So he almost won, and so O'Toole is like, "Shit, I almost got blasted." So I gotta kind of speak for the whole point. party and and you know kind of do a but you like know, general he, election lean in. I don't think he would even be able to come close to taking away rights for the LGBTQ community and stuff like that. I don't think he'll even come close, like taking away abortion and shit like that. That's not going to happen because I believe that the uh, just the general population or those things so they don't want to get hurt in the election they yeah want to get so if they win again yeah so it's going to be like um like what's his face or uh our pallister pallister i already forgot his name <laughs> <laughs> jesus it's, it's just like pallister being like we want to privatize hydro and everybody's just like no you. well actually pallister said no we don't want to privatize hydro at all that's not but what everybody we want to do. saw him and do then that. they're just doing the and, steps to do it and the NDP's yeah. like your ass is privatizing hydro they're like we're not doing it it's like you it's like, that's like them putting troops in <laughs> afghanistan and then turning around and saying we're not invading afghanistan no, no, we're not invading Afghanistan as they're shooting people behind. <laughs> <laughs> as the planes are taking off, we are not invading Afghanistan. No. That is not what's happening. You see bombs being dropped. No, we are not bombing. No, definitely not. 100%. But uh, yes. And then they went into these sections. These sections I kind of liked. The section thing, and then it had yeah. the, the, the interviewer come out, and then he just... It's real quick, okay? All right, go ahead. Keep that in the podcast, by the way. I want right. every listener to I know. I cut that out all the time. So, yeah, Derek's, not, uh, Derek's just taking a quick break to do a little little something, but uh, to drain his, drain his lizard. Right now, um, so, yeah, they had this section. The first section was leadership and accountability, and they go through each person. You know how I mentioned the opening statements? Yeah, they go through each candidate and ask them all specific questions that just roasts them. Trudeau, they jump to him and they say, you allowed sexual misconduct to run rampant in the military and RCMP, even though you claim you're a feminist. And like, what? Because <laughs> we cover those stories uh, about the RCMP having uh, that report about them having 
horrible treatment of the female members and also about the sexual assault uh, cases going on in the military, specifically against the top generals. Uh, and so it's funny that now, you know, all that's coming back in these questions. And so his response is basically, oh, that sucks. It did his best. <laughs> you know, like, how do you defend against like, such a good question? And certain things that just uh, that just annoyed me, like Aaron O'Toole, he kept on saying things like, um, if Canada pulls out our oil from the market because he was being criticized for his horrible, his party's horrible environmental plan, climate change plan. And he kept on saying this argument that annoyed the hell out of me. And that is, if we take Canadian oil out from the market, it's then, quote, it's replaced by bad actors like Saudi Arabia and Iran. And dude, we don't control what those countries do, bro. Like, why does that, how is that relevant? We produce such, oh, by the way, I'm back. I know, Derek's back. <laughs> Um, they produce such a large amount of oil compared to Canada. Yeah. That can Canada's oil is almost like insignificant. This is a flash in a pan. Yeah. So uh, he kept saying that, though, throughout the thing, whenever he was criticized about his horrible climate change plan. That was his response always. It's replaced by bad actors. We want to have oil that's in the market that actually has regulations on it. It's like, motherfucker, do you think they're actually going to like increase oil production if we take our Canadian oil out of it? No, it's going to stay at the same. So there's just going to be less oil in the whole production from Canada. Yeah. It's going to be replaced. So I just found that annoying how he kept saying that the whole, that whole debate. And nobody made the response that we just made. That it does. Bro, wh what are you saying? <laughs> no one's going to increase oil production. It's not going to get replaced, quote unquote. No. The barrels it, are being made right now. Part of, part of decreasing uh, oil consumption is moving off of uh, oil, like, for... Moving off of fossil fuel, fossil fuels in engines. general. Yeah. So part of it would be we're uh, we're getting as a country off of those things, so we won't need to uh, consume those things, right? Right. Be reliant. So on we those won't contracts. want to um, put oil into the market, right? Um, and we will be uh, pulling back on that. So honestly, that there's less, then that creates less of demand. We're leaders in the world. Sorry, I'm butchering this. So right. we we will be a leader in the world for. Um, Transferring over transferring to green over. energy. Yeah, and that is, would be such a significant thing for uh, Canada to do. On the world stage. On the, the world optics, stage. The optics of Canada, especially when we go to these negotiation talks like at G7 and the Paris Accord and all those other such things. Exactly. Canada, Canada will have a leg up on everybody else. If you look at green technology for the future, Canada will have a leg up because I assume all those $900 billion of fossil fuel subsidies that are going to these major oil companies will be hopefully put towards green energy um you know research well it should be it should, it should be. be and, and that's what the, that's what the ndp and the green party wants to do and apparently eve blanchet who when he was asked about this when he it came to him for this point he just gave the most straightforward answer and i loved it that's that was the answer i was go oh shit yeah mr blanchet thank you to be with us sir i hope you appreciate a little bit blunt answers first you cap, you put a ceiling on any production of oil and gas. You take all the money that the federal government is placing into that industry, even more by the liberals than the conservatives before, and you put that into green energy. And you take the money for Trans Mountain and you give it to Alberta for Alberta to initiate its own transition toward a greener economy. This is the way to do things because if we don't do that and keep dreaming about reducing gas emission 
while increasing production, we will never get there. That was a great answer. And that's exactly what we need to do. So we can be leaders in the world on the world stage. And we can also in, like invest in the technology and sell that technology, which will grow Canadian wealth. Exactly. Like, it's a conservative, yes. it's a conservative move. Or like, it's yes. just a logical financial move. Like yeah, a capitalistic sense. move almost. No it way. is a capitalistic move. I don't understand why the conservatives are like, me, more gas. Because the money from those oil companies, baby. Yeah, they take all their balls a little bit. Yes. So. so that's why they can't be principled. But so he mentions this stuff. And also I want to point out, here's the thing about us making these arguments. We go, here's the policies that should be enacted. And then the, the result of those policies will be Canada is seen as a leader on the world stage mm -hmm. and that, you know, that'll be great. What, what they were, some of these guys' answers were like, were just like, Canada, when it comes to climate change, we need to be a leader on the world stage. And we, they missed the first step of saying <laughs> the specifics. They just go to that. That's the problem with, with these, some of these answers. The only thing I mentioned about Singh's response when it came to this climate change stuff yeah. was that he mentioned the $900 billion subsidies that go to the oil companies that the liberals are currently giving them. Yeah. Other than that, there's nothing else that I thought was worthwhile, really, that was like, no. other than what you think the NDP would say. Yeah. Because right? the NDP and the bloc have the same opinion on this. Climate, like, yeah. Singh's like, position on climate change is literally the exact same thing as uh, what Blanchet um, posed there. Yes. Right? And the, it's the same yes. fucking thing. And it's the right thing to, um, mm -hmm. like, the right policies, right? So I don't understand why he didn't be like, yo, this guy's fucking right. We definitely have to do that. I'm of, in full support of that. And that's literally all he had to say. And then he mentions this. But no, he just shouts plat uh, uh, platitudes. <laughs> and then the opening debate starts, right? And yeah. then the fight begins. Okay. And Trudeau says this. Everybody's shitting on O'Toole's climate plan, right? And the emission target that the new plan the conservatives are, are, are suggesting would mm -hmm. be the same one that Stephen Harper's plan had, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. That's cringy. And then the, the, Very inter cringy. the interviewer later lady was like, if this is such a crisis, why not set a more aggressive target? And when he was trying to say how it was a crisis around a cloud, yeah. she's like, what are you doing? And he had just no response to that. No, because he's a fucking wuss. Little wussy, wussy old tool. But, uh, and then everybody started attacking Trudeau, of course. Yeah, because everybody it. wants to take Trudeau down. Well, it's, but it's Trudeau what they said. He, we do have the worst emissions reduction uh, rating in the G7. And then Trudeau has the balls to do the Obama response. We have inherited a government. We inherited a government that did a shitty job. And therefore, our, uh, our emissions reductions over each year is terrible. Mm. Or maybe it's not the Obama response. It's the fucking... Trump response or whatever. It don't matter. But like, I I honestly don't think that's a good enough uh, excuse. You had six years in power. You had a majority. Six years. You had a majority. Well, how, we inherited the. It's like this isn't the first elections. This isn't 2019, bro. This is your third fucking election, bud. Like what the fuck? Your, the last election was you. <laughs> we inherited this, guys. Come on. Last government was you, bro. You had what the fuck. Why didn't you change it then, asshole? Uh, and then they they gave specific questions. Uh, Jugmi Singh, yeah. in particular, didn't say that he would cancel a Trans Mountain pipeline. No, I don't know why he wouldn't say that because he doesn't want to. I don't think it's cringy. 
cringy. Is that cringy you sell? It's cringy. I'm I'm less simping for drug meat right now. I'm less simping. When he was asked to give parts of his plan, though, some of the specifics were good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like the caps and the and the getting rid of the subsidies and shit. But it wasn't anything new that the block uh, that uh, Blanchet didn't like, didn't already say. Yeah, and of course the Greens I don't even have on here because I mean they kind of didn't really give any specifics either. No, I my okay. Fuck the Greens. Okay, I'm going to go on my rant about the Greens. already. Okay. Do you want? Okay, can we at least say this? They were the attack that the NDP had about that the attack the Trudeau was throwing yeah, yeah. at Jagmeet Singh was that. The people, the climate assholes, the advisors, whatever, they gave that uh, the NDP's climate plan, quote unquote, an F rating. Mm-hmm. And the liberals got an A. I'm just, <laughs> that's what he kept trying to attack them on, which is uh, who's paying them? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> who's paying them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's just all I wanted. I wish he would Your say that. Your plan got an F. Your plan got an F, and then Who's they grading you, and they kept saying back to him, "You've missed all your targets that you've said so. You've missed all of them." <laughs> and he tried to come back and say, "No, we've never missed a target." And then Jagmeet Singh's like, "That's a lie. <laughs> You're a lie. Oh wait, no, that wasn't when he shit. He went got pissed off. That no. was later on. Yeah, but he was like, "We never missed the targets." And then he's like, "No, you no, have. He, because Trudeau said he never took uh, Indigenous kids. To that court. was it. Yes, that's and when then, he freaked out." And then Singh's just like, well, you just did. You just did like two weeks ago. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he You're flips lying. Out. He You're flips lying. on that because that is actually a severe, absolutely severe lie. It's actually to, disgusting. When we get to that part, it's, it's, it's disgusting. But but yes, the Greens. Okay, fuck. Okay. I don't know what the Green Party's doing. <laughs> what the fuck is the Green Party doing? They just went through like a bunch of like turmoil, mm. through, like, like power grabs within the company or within the company within the party mm-hmm. and then they're attacking uh the ndp as if they are uh, conservatives yes why the fuck are you doing that you believe in the exact same shit just the green party doesn't like climate change exactly basically. just yep. slightly more than uh than the ndp it's yep. a more pressing issue for them that's literally it why are you attacking another progressive hurting the movement mm-hmm Shouting um, misinformation or whatever, like bad propaganda, I should say. It's not, yeah, it's not really misinformation. It's not misinformation, but bad propaganda. You're hurting the movement so you can get power. Why not fucking work together? Yeah. Create a coalition and build together. I don't understand why you don't do that because if you did, you would have more power overall. Yeah, because you'd be part of a bigger organism. You'll be part of a bigger organism. You'll have more power. You're able to fight and push for climate change uh, better. But no, you had a fucking power grab in the well, party. The, yeah, and yeah. I don't understand why you guys did that. You're supposed to be socialists. You're supposed to be like a social democrat. I Yeah, it's very sad when you look at how the Greens are attempting to win seats. Because they're just attacking the NDP, which they agree with 99% on. Yeah. But like, they, they'll attack them on like, I can't believe you said you had the best plan. Or you said that your plan is the only one that does this. That is yeah. a lie, sir. It's like, what is and then, that attack? And then Singh's just like, no, you're right. You have a pretty good you're plan. You're right. Too. Your plan's good, too. And then she's like, okay, that's right. And that's what that's what I'm just like, okay, hey, fair enough. Yeah, there well, you go. What, what is the attack? Why are you attacking? Attack O'Toole. Attack Trudeau. Which, uh... How do you say her first name? Anime? Anime? 
I, let's just go with that. Anime, okay, Anime Paul. Um, Mrs. Paul did attack um, O'Toole very hard, and, and Trudeau. But I don't understand why she goes after uh, Jagmeet Singh. They should be friends on that stage. You know what? What would happen if well, both of them teamed up uh, that'd be on great. the other three? That would be awesome. What if, what if that happened? That would be sick. What if they went in with like a plan, like they had some back-channel communications, yeah. like let's just tear everybody apart. Yeah. Why not? That's great let's make fucking, allies. That's great fucking politics. I mean, I haven't seen that before. That's great strategy. Yeah. Let's create a uh, coalition. I mean, you don't have to like be absorbed by the NDP. But yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, it'd be temporary until you get rid of first past the post or something. Yeah. Make it easier for third, like, third parties or something like that. But instead, it's... The only reason, though, here's the only thing that I think the Green Party should exist. Because if you look at what the provincial NDP party is doing right now in British Columbia with mm. the old forests and how they're still allowing the logging of old forests, if you didn't have a Green Party, there really wouldn't be any party to the left of the NDP that would be able to criticize that, criticize the law. But is the Green actually left? I, they, I assume the Greens are like, no, the Greens are the ones who are like tweeting about, this is fucked up, dude, we should stop that, in yeah. British Columbia. That's the only situation where I could see really them necessarily, and that's provincial, it's not even that's federal. That's provincial. So, and I mean, like, the NDP, if they're actually, um, they're actually left, they should be against that as well. I know. I don't know why Horgan's allowing that to happen. That's horrible. It's horrible optics for the party. Uh, and it hurts us. It hurts I, us. I just think that the federal uh, Green Party is actually harmful to the overall movement. I mean, that's a fair thing to say. Um, I don't want to be that guy that says they're, um, they're splitting the um, vote. The, the, but, but, like, if they did, like, if they were absorbed by the NDP... We would get, all, like, a few seats. All the... Yeah, we, we would gain more seats. They only have two seats in right now. We might gain, like, five. Mm. Five more. But that five... Those five seats... That's actually, like, a good percentage of the total seats we have. Are, like are pretty good. And yeah. then your overall power within the government is bigger. Exactly. And I don't think you can do that the same thing with the block, even though the block is actually somewhat progressive on certain issues. I mean, they are fucking racist. <laughs> So, which is why uh, I can't, I, I don't like them because that's like, a, I don't want to be like a litmus test either. But Anime kept on going on, went off on him at one point. Yeah, she's she kinda, black too, though. Yeah. So she kind of went off on him on the whole, you need, um, what was it? We'll meet up later to have a discussion about race or something like that or have yeah, like a lesson. She, she would uh, educate him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need education. She doesn't even look at him when she's talking to him either, no. which I thought was like, oh, she's trying to burn him. And he's like, what, what would you. What's with the insults or whatever? He said something like <laughs> He's that. He's like, why are you insulting me? And she's, she's just, just like, like, I'm not. I'm offering I'm not insulting you. This is an invitation for education. <laughs> she says it like that, like not looking at him straight forward. I'm, why are you trying to burn him so hard? I got to say, though, her drip was the best out of all of them. You think so? 100%. Okay. A white suit jacket, dog. I like to ride. Like, I, I, I like white She suits. should just wear green. <laughs> That's an Elizabeth May thing to do. That is an Elizabeth May thing to do. I mean, Jake me sing more uh, orange turban. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Except he was just like black suit, black tie. Yeah. He's supposed to be like this fashion dude, too. Aaron O'Till should have worn a ball cap. <laughs> <laughs> ball cap. No, he should have dressed up like on his uh, campaign plan. Like uh, the Candace plan or whatever that he released. Platform book. Yeah. Did you see the... No, uh, I haven't seen it. Okay, you gotta look at the picture. The okay. cover. He photoshopped himself to look better. 
Is it this? Yeah, that book. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that lighting. Yeah, got Those... lighting. He uh he like photoshopped his uh his neck and his arms to look bigger like more muscular that's hilarious dude yeah if you guys you guys can't see us obviously it's an audio podcast but half of his face is dark because they have the lighting on one side of him and then he's just wearing a, a t-shirt and it looks like his arms have been beefed up yeah and post and his imaging neck, his nussie's gone his ne- nussie is gone and his neck seems longer yeah <laughs> that's amazing Okay. See, see, compare that to the picture underneath it. That's, that's, see, what the hell is that? Like, he's not a, he's not like a fat dude or like, I'm not trying to body shame him, but like, come on. You're not like, why are you photoshopping? <laughs> why are you trying to look more masculine? Cole, Cole has a crush on Blanche. I thought he looked good in this. What you, you want to, where is he? I want to see him. I want to rank our leaders uh, from hottest. No, that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've heard. Stop. Like how it all oh, gets the uh, chicks to do that to the Twitch streamers. There he is. Look at that dude. He looks like Robin Williams. <laughs> he does. Straight up. Oh my god. I didn't I, O'Toole I didn't looks even like a mad child. He kind of has a O'Toole kind of has a baby face. Yeah. O'Toole's younger than Trudeau. That explains it a little bit, but dude. But yeah, the rest of the debate, what else they talk about? Oh, they talk about indigenous issues, right? Yeah, that was a big one. That was a huge one. And rightfully so. That's a big issue right now. Especially with all the, the graves being dug up. Well, yeah. All those dead, uh, dead bodies. And you know, there was three people who went and give their answer when they were asked specifically about these issues. And they didn't say anything about the graves being dug up. It was the fourth person, I think, Justin Trudeau. Fourth person to be asked about who brought up the whole graves being dug up situation. How? That's another layup. Why? That's another layup. Dude, come on. And, and the NDP is in power in British Columbia, where the first residential school that they found the bodies at, which was provided to them by a provincial grant for the ground-penetrating radar. That's a, a double layup, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Jagmeet Singh went before Trudeau did, and he didn't mention the grave's being dug up. And the question they pitched to the NDP on this, because like I was saying, every question ripped the candidate they asked him about, mm-hmm. was that uh, there was still some uh, indigenous people being roughed up by the RCMP in British Columbia, even though there's a NDP government. Mm-hmm. And which he could have responded, uh, we provided the ground penetrating radar and stuff. RCMP is federal, asshole. <laughs> what do you mean? And yeah, we provided a grant for the ground penetrating radar for help with that stuff. Yeah. And also the whole uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline, which is going through like indigenous people's territory. Yeah, the provincial government was against that. And the feds were forcing it through. Yeah. Boom. Lays up. Like, Leia, I'm not even the leader of the NP. He should know this. <laughs> he's in a position of power. He's in. He's literally in the. And this isn't even hindsight is 2020. This is just basic facts. <laughs> this is, yeah, immediate facts. <laughs> Dude, come on. So, yeah, that was a layup that. Um, that Trudeau was able to get, but the biggest explosion over this issue was um, when he was flat out lied about. He said, "Yeah, we we have not, we are not taking indigenous kids to court over this issue." And Jagmeet Singh turns up was like, "How could you lie about that?" We should play that clip. Actually. Yeah, I was just thinking that would be good. I just gotta find it. And I and I meant it when I said you can't take a knee one day 
if you're going to take Indigenous kids to court the next. That's not, that's not leadership. Mr. Singh, that's you not love make that line about taking it's Indigenous not, kids to court. Oh, it's are. actually not true. We have Trudeau, committed we, to compensating you that? those you can't, uh, kids you can't who went that. through that. Listen, and what's Mr. more than that, that, this is important, Mr. No, you Singh. can't say you're not when taking you them to court when you're taking them to court. When you talk there about are kids out there that are being fought by you in court. Leaders, I would actually remind you the question is about violence. Yeah, they didn't really talk about that at all. See, this is where you're saying Derek's is right about the whole let's double team him. If she jumps in and she has minutes as well, you double the time on those issues. Yeah. And so she could have jumped in and been like, you know, even though the original question was about this, I think this is a very important thing to say about the current hypocrisy of, of the current administration and past ones. He's saying that and how the liberals act overall. He's saying that he takes a knee, goes out, you know, after all the bodies were found and then he went to one of those... Um, those uh, gatherings and protests, yeah. not a site. I think he just went to like a protest thing yeah. outside of Ottawa and he took a knee with it. Remember the black lives matter yeah, thing yeah. and all that stuff. And then, and then he turns around and after all this stuff is being found out when it came to um, providing, was it for the child uh, wealth benefit, welfare benefit mm -hmm. for indigenous kids? They didn't get the money that they were, they needed. And the Supreme court of Canada said, no, they didn't receive the amount of money that they deserve or they were promised. And mm -hmm. so you need to pay them. And the liberals were like, nah, you know what? No, we're going to fight this mm -hmm. in, uh, in federal court. After they're starting to dig, in, dig up all these lost corpses. The fuck? Isn't that insane? Like, that's so fucking disgusting. And of course he wants to say that's not true. Which is, yeah, which which is, is just a blatant, it's a blatant lie. And we all know it's a fucking blatant lie. Well, for some people who didn't read the story like we did. About the kids being taken there, to court. Because yeah. it wasn't, that wasn't shouted out as much. The whole court situation, you know? Yeah. We just saw that as a part of an article. But, yeah, so yeah, if you had the Greens on board, Green could have jumped in and been like, yeah, you know it is. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Fuck you. And then she's just like, no, let's talk about diversity, which is not, I understand, like, diversity is good and all. Yeah. But don't overshadow the fact that there's a missing indigenous women and girls getting murdered and uh they have no support all this shit um which is a bigger issue overall but she just is just like yeah we need more brown people in which doesn't even answer the question that that was just relayed to her again no she was no. like let's get back on topic about missing and murdered indigenous girls which and she's like that's great let's talk about diversity oh whoa you could have brought it back another I mean, platitude like, she could exactly she could have brought it back and said it's important the missing and merged indigenous girls is a part of a greater um approach that the federal government is having of having a two-faced approach yeah. of kind of the liberals that have the face of we're progressive we're helping you guys out on this issue and then they turn around behind the scenes they're actually trying to screw them over yeah that you could have played and that's how the rcmp are treating this whole thing and you you could have branched Easy. out and instead she had she went in when she knew when this question was going to be asked yeah. she had a pre-cooked response and this is what it was she gave it and what was her pre-cooked response was shitty. We need diversity because diversity means automatically means that um, we're going to save indigenous girls. Yes, that's exactly that's what she's saying. Here. The United States would be in a better spot if Hillary Clinton was president because she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hold on, that's Kay. not that's not the be all and end all. You know, the fucking uh, the guy oh, who's that guy, the elder guy from. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, California. Area? Governor of California. Larry Elders. Larry, Larry Elders. Elders. Yeah, he's a conservative. And he's black. And he's black. 
Yeah. The fact that he's black doesn't mean anything. He's yeah. a conservative. He's still trash. More, there's more diverse if he's a uh, governor. It would be maybe I thought she, at first she was going to say more diversity in government, as in more diversity of the parties in the house. Maybe the Greens, yeah. that would have been a better approach. Yeah. yeah. But no, no. See, this is where I get is, frustrated. Yeah, that's the identity politics part of it, though, right? Yeah, playing the identity po- uh, part of politics now. Having different uh, points of view, as in people with different cultures, people with different backgrounds and stuff in the <laughs> parliament, is kind of good, but it doesn't translate one to one to this, right? You see this? Do you see this comment? Party leader fucking hit Blanchette with cold with the racism card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did do that. And you know what? Fair enough, because he is racist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to defend him because he's racist. And another story we covered during the year was the clean water advisories. Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, they yeah. brought that up in the debate. He got hit on it. And he said, well, coronavirus happened. And it was hard. We got 60% of them, which wasn't what your target was. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. And the interviewer, again, the people were, they were hosting, just ripping everyone with the follow-ups and the comments. She's just like... We understand that the money, there's a lot of money going to these situations, but we want to see the results, not just the dollar figure or something along those lines, Yeah, which is true. And it is insane that the fact that there's people still living under a clean water advisory, which is yeah. ridiculous. And or something else that I was going to say that annoyed the hell out of me. Remember how Blanche kept on saying, you know, we have to treat the indigenous like a nation. A yeah. nation and a Quebec is a nation because he's trying to say it because he's trying to say Quebec, right, is its own nation. Quebec, yeah, he wants to be like Quebec is its own nation. He and, wants sovereignty. Yeah. And kept referring to indigenous. But his response in this was banger as well. He said he went to the um, reservation areas and talked to some of and said, hey, if you want, we can share the elected seat in that area. Okay. Between them and the, the Bloc Québécois and the indigenous person. Okay. Because their nation is within that yeah. area. And so yeah. it's only fair if their nation is treated as such and gets representation instead of just yeah. having, you know, the member. Which is a good response. See, I don't know the specifics about if that was true or how they went about it. Maybe because, you know, it could be like a whatever comment, or, you know, yeah. that they made. It wasn't serious or something. But that's a really good response. Better than anybody else's thing on there. Yes, fair enough. So, yeah, the Blanchet is saying we have a nation. And later on, that came to bite him in the ass because the whole nation thing. See, I put it here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and you randomly brought up getting rid of religion out of the government, too, in that whole nations thing. That was kind of weird. He's like, yeah, guys, we're not racist. Well, it's it's like, it's like, okay, so you don't think of uh, people that are secular. Like, I would consider myself a secularist. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't agree with religion. I don't really think it's that great of a thing overall. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just if you want to wear like, your shit, wear your shit. I don't wear care. your shit and just be a nice person. Just and if you need religion to be a nice person, then believe in religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if religion's yeah. stopping you from raping someone, that's a, you believe. I think you should. I okay. think God's yeah. real, you know? Yeah. But like, it, I don't think, I think it also gives excuses for people to be extremely violent. Of people to do bad things. But, yeah, you know, like it's the duality. But it's duality, you know. And the KKK and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, I don't give a fuck. And I don't think it's anyone's right. No, we right. do care about the violence. That's bad. Yes. But he doesn't but care about the religion itself. If you want to. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not here to tell anybody what they should believe or shouldn't believe. Exactly. And I think everybody has the right to practice their religion and wear whatever they need as long as it doesn't infringe on other people's right. Right. And they have a right to do that under our Constitution. Now, he believes that you are not allowed to promote religion. So he goes a step farther than that. Yes. He's just like, religion is so bad that you're not allowed to even represent religion in a political setting. So it brings um, the separation of church and state to the extreme, to the point where it's racist, because it primarily targets Sikh people, Muslim people. So yeah, it's for uh, the law would bar civil servants in positions of, quote, authority from wearing religious symbols at work Prevents judges, judges, police officers, yeah. teachers, public servants from wearing symbols such as the kippah, turban, or hijab at work. Interesting that having a cross around your neck is isn't not that part of that example. I'm sure it probably would be included. In I that don't bill, think so because you, you can hide it. Your shirt. Yeah, you can right? tuck it on your shirt. Right. So, so that's directly targeting a people. turban is directly and a hijab and a hijab is directly like targeting. targeting. You're targeting, targeting people that are. Primarily brown. Targeting Sikhs. Targeting Islam. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kippah, I'm not sure what, what uh, that's from. But I, it's I'm interesting. Sure you probably you wouldn't be able to wear um, the, the, what's the Jewish cap? Oh, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, A Kippah yeah. is the uh, Jewish little uh, ben bald Shapiro spot wouldn't cap. be allowed in Quebec. No, he would. Just not in a <laughs> position of authority. Yeah. Not in an authority position in the government. And it's funny. You would think Jugmi Singh would be, would jump in on that. Because he'd be like, yeah, you're directly. Yeah, but he don't. Because, he don't because it would be, it would well, be you fun. know why? Is he's fighting for so many seats in Quebec. That's right. where he lost all his seats in Quebec, right? So he wants to be on their good side, but he has a turban. So he's conflicted. How do you fight against that when everybody fucking believes in it? And you got a turban. You to just got to be like, you know what? I kind of, I'm, I'm just not going to talk just about Just wear this. a putka. Wear a putka. And Take drop the turban, go to a putka. <laughs> you know what a putka is, right? No. Oh, it's, it's the other thing you see uh, Sikhs wear. It's the top knot. Oh, that's, um, that's like a kid thing. Dude, this guy's got mega drip. Straight up. <laughs> you know what? The Taliban were dripping out when they were <laughs> All right, yeah. See, we got to... No. <laughs> no. They were dripping out when they were riding the uh, golf... Or not the golf carts. Uh, the bumper bu uh, cars. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen the bumper car thing? No. Yeah, you gotta search up Taliban and bumper cars. We're getting off topic. You, well, this is funny, though. You're going to laugh so hard. Why, why are the Taliban and the bumper cars? Yo, no. <laughs> is this real? This is, yeah, this is right after August they took 17th? over. August 17th? Yeah, they got guns in the bumper cars with them. <laughs> They're on the pony ride. They're on the carousel. Oh, this is my favorite fucking Caras video. Carousel is haram. Not good. Oh my god, this is amazing. Guys, you have to sit on the ponies. You're not supposed to stand up. They got it halfway through. You see that? Yeah. Now they're all sitting. It's probably scary. That's amazing. I've never seen that. That's, That's unbelievably so funny. good. That's going to uh come on. That's so ridiculous. Like bumper cars is such a wholesome activity. <laughs> and it's and the then Taliban. it's the Taliban. <laughs> Right after they overtook a cabal. It'd be nice if uh, when I hit you, it'd go boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <wild. laughs> See, the, the Taliban. Thing. The Taliban takes over. Next day, ISIS is like, sup, bitch. <laughs> ISIS does a terror attack. Like, the Taliban's like, oh, fuck. Now I see. Now I see what we've done all these years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
pretty crazy. That's an amazing video. I'm I'm sorry. That's my favorite fucking video. Just like it, it's just a pure contrast between the wholesome activity of going to a carnival and doing bumper cars, and that it's the Taliban. <laughs> it's just too fucking extreme yeah it's the taliban are not good i'm that's not good but like it's funny they were asked about uh the pullout of afghan oh right yeah they were i didn't i didn't put any notes down about it because like okay whatever i didn't really care they were just saying yeah you should have got everybody out yeah canada canada just was just like you guys have to do paperwork first and then they're like yo they're bombing the fucking airport and they're just like yeah but well that's not taliban that's isis but yeah yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're bombing the airport. We're scared. Get us out of here. And Canada's just like, well, but paperwork. <laughs> you have to register first, bro. <laughs> DC, we haven't mentioned this. This is insane. Okay. So, on the back to the indigenous talk. Yeah. This is the last thing about the indigenous talk. The conservatives were called out because they voted against the UN Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous People. And they wanted, O'Toole said he wanted to, right now, if you look at every um, building that has uh, a Canadian flag up, it's all at half-mast. And the reason for that is because of all the bodies of the children from those residential schools. And so it's flying at half-mast. And (laughs) O'Toole was like, let's raise it. Let's raise it from half to full. For the found bodies, that's literally the opposite of what you do. When someone dies mm. or a significant uh, event happens. Yeah, you put it at half mast. Half mast. Yeah. That's the respectful, like, symbolic thing to do. And he's like, we'll raise it. And he just comes out there and he's just like, yeah, we don't want to be respectful. Because his like, thing was like, we'll do something. Like, we'll make sure that we put more money towards the discovery of the thing. Okay. That's what he's because he wasn't just coming out like no raise it like Trump would. Yeah, raise the flags. It's disrespect. It's horrible. You look at the flag. It's down half mast. Who would do that? It doesn't look beautiful. We want our country to be beautiful. When those bodies come out of the ground, they should see the flag at full mast. See the beauty. I gotta cut that. That's actually kind of fucked up. <laughs> That's fine. That's something Trump, something would, say, Trump would say. Yeah, but that was uh, and then the, what was it? The fourth one. I think this was the last one. Yeah. What was it? was affordability which is like that went on for a long time it did because that was the last one and this is like supposed to be the conservatives wheelhouse right yeah uh and lies and says there so yeah he said he was going double canada's workers benefit that's what the conservatives said which doesn't even include all the canada's workers and something to point out the conservatives shitty child care return tax is worse than the liberals um child care plan which is the ten dollars a day child care thing yeah which only costs ten dollars put your kids in child care great it's like the united kingdom's pharmacare program you only pay ten dollars to dispense for no matter what drug it is yeah that's like so it's like that's a good child perfect, care. but like the conservatives plan is like <laughs> a reverse tax thing you know it's like a tax benefit or whatever yeah how much money you pay into it you get back at the end of the year and then there was a video cpac did for my area and my liberal in this area, Doug Olfson, gave a response where he's just like, well, first off, that benefits the more rich Canadians, the people who are able to pay more into the childcare. Yeah. If you can't afford childcare, you're not going to get this, <laughs> this tax break. And the this tax, tax return. The tax return on face value, even if you maxed it out, prob- would not amount to any, if you look at how much it costs to have the childcare, yeah. wouldn't amount to the same reduction that you would get from us. It's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. At the end of the day. Like. So their plan is just horrible. I thought that was hilarious how he tried to, he tried to defend that. The opening questions for affordability, right? The person comes out, they show on every single party. 
They asked. Yeah, so the cons gave their shit thing. And the NEP, this is what they had to say like, throughout the whole thing was that you need to give specifics because mm-hmm. your plan, you're promising all these things like pharma, universal pharmacare. Your plan is saying, uh, I don't know if they had uh, universal tuition in their plan. No, I didn't them. hear about tuition. And canceling some debt, student debt, and all that stuff. And they're like, how are you going to pay for it? And they didn't really give a specific answer on paying for it. But for the things that they did say was they were going to introduce a, a guaranteed income for seniors and that uh, the rich should pay their, their fair, fair share of taxes and invest yeah. into seniors. Because the question from the, uh, the woman, one of the women there, was about how she's old, she's retiring, and it's hard for her to survive because she doesn't have enough money in retirement and people are getting screwed over. Yeah. Right? Remember that, yeah. that older woman? And then that's mostly what they vibed about was that. And so he said, yeah, there should be a guaranteed income for seniors and all that stuff. Which is fair. Yeah. Which I is agree. fair. I agree. If you worked for over 50 years, mm-hmm. 45 years, 50 years, I think you should graduate into being not having to work anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. And then something else um, Jagmeet Singh said was he wants to put that 20% tax on homes sold to foreign buyers. And then he was asked, what's more important? Making the housing market easier for first-time home buyers, or making the housing market um, better for current homeowners so they don't lose value on their homes. Okay, so that's what he was asked about. Very obviously, it is uh, first-time home buyers. First-time home buyers. Yes, that's the important part because right now it's pretty fucking good for people that already own houses. Already own a house. The housing market went up like 150 yes. uh, percent compared mm. to America's 50 percent. Mm. Like, we went up triple the amount of America. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, like, the average uh, federally for Canada. Yeah. And the, one of the reasons was because of foreign buyers who were buying up properties and sitting on them. Yeah. Which is an issue that the United States saw the same thing happen. Yeah. Uh, and a 20% tax would help. And so when he was giving that answer, he didn't directly say, because that wouldn't look It doesn't good. look good saying he we want current homeowners to uh, uh, lose, lose value, value in their home. Yeah. But... He did say, he didn't say that directly, but yeah. what he said was, I know I have many friends, and I know many people, especially my kid, I'm going to be a father soon, mm-hmm. that it's almost impossible for them to get into the housing market, and yeah. it's absolutely horrible, and we need to do something about it. That's basically what he said. So he did give the answer that, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. It is more important. For a first-time home Which is true. Like, it, yeah. how the fuck are you supposed to live if you can't afford housing? Like, just because the housing Bunk. market goes up, you're forced to rent. But the re- renting prices go up. Yeah, the assholes who are l- your landlord, they'll yeah. raise the rent. Yeah, because they got to pay for the mortgage. They have to be profitable. So they raise the rent. So it's, it literally always gets fucked. Everybody gets fucked. But the mortgage was taken out at the price they bought it at. So yeah. it's not like their mortgage price goes up. No, but when they they're buy just doing new, it because they're an asshole. No, and they when, know pro- when someone buys a new property, yeah. they get a new mortgage. So yeah. when the housing market goes up, the renting prices will go up with it. If it, they're buy, if the landlord buys the house, but that's how it works, right? Buys the house, Everybody, and then houses are always flipping ownership. Right? Oh yeah, okay, you got a good point there. So over time, right. over twenty, over years, time it would, yeah. yeah. And it plus, I'm sure up. the asshole. And the landlord, would, even if he didn't buy the new property, he'd probably raise it anyway because the property is worth more. If they can get away with it, yeah. I think they need to renovate first with uh, uh, rent laws, but mm. stuff like that, yeah, definitely. And actually, you know what's uh, interesting is there's, I, I saw this the other day, there's 8.7% of Canadian houses are vacant. 
That's fucking ridiculous. In America, it's one. It's like one point two. Eight point seven percent. I fact check me on that one. I forget where I uh, heard that from. Oh no, that's twenty sixteen from two thousand one. Oh yeah. So actually, it's higher than that. Yeah. The national vacancy rate for housing rose to eight point seven percent of houses are vacant. No one's in Canada. There. No one's living there. No wonder why our housing prices are going up so much. It's because nobody's living in these homes, and they're just buying the properties and sitting on them and waiting for the value to accrue. Fucked up. Fucked up. We need to do something about this, dude. The federal this government. This is has the to result. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah. This, this is, is the reason why no one can fucking afford to keep a roof over their head. Jesus. And here's something that Blanchet said that I really like in yeah. his answer. Was he said he asked uh, Jagmi Singh, uh, "Can you uh, translate this for me? What is uh, this?" And he says something in French. And then he's like, "Oh, that's social housing." And he's like, yeah, social housing. We have this in Quebec. Social housing. It's where it's paid for by the government. And it's a house that keeps your roof over your head. Uh, yeah, I, I'm 100% in favor of social housing. That was, yeah, wonderful. And I support that too. And it was the Bloc Québécois that brought it up, not the NDP. Unfortunately. So sad. Why? Why in the ever-living fuck is the Bloc Quebecois saying more progressive things than the NDP in the Green Party. What the fuck? I think it's because he's like straight up has a language barrier and he can only like go over the. Points. He can only go hard. That's it. <laughs> it's simple. Maybe and hard. maybe that's why Trump was so good. He was so terrible at speaking English that he only knew how to say things forward, bigly. Oh, well, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fantastic. Big league. And big league or yeah, big league? He would say it was a mix. You never knew. <laughs> oh, you never knew. Big league, big league. It'd be tremendous. It'd be the best wall you've ever seen. Wall, wall. What was the accent <laughs> I was doing yesterday? The Quebec accent. I don't. I don't want you to do it. Quiz out so racist. I don't want you to do it. <laughs> Funny. Greens were uh, say they wanted to criminalize meth, which is pretty neat. Oh, they said they wanted a guaranteed livable income. Greens came out and they said, right. uh, yes, yeah, we want to do that. also happened. And the liberals and NDP members, during their conventions, they yeah. voted to have that part of the platform. Uh, guaranteed livable income. Yeah. Uh, and the parliamentary budget officer said it was affordable and would lift half the people in Canada, people in poverty in Canada. Bing, 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 bing. Let's do it. But here's the thing, like, they asked the Greens that question, yeah, and that was the only question or discussion about guaranteed livable income in the whole debate. The Greens didn't interject it in open debate, you know? That was it. Did you love that? It's fucked up. Isn't that weird? Super fucked up. So, interesting. And then the only thing else really to say, I mean, the Liberals kind of, I think it was the NDP who said this. Or no, it was the interviewer. Who said, you promised the National Pharmacare Program, you liar. And then they, their response is, oh, COVID. Couldn't do it because it was COVID. And bullshit. Jagmeet Singh didn't mention they voted against the NDP's plan. Oh, and they said they, they made an agreement with uh, Prince Edward Island <laughs> to have a pharmacare program. Nice. Okay. And uh, the smallest, the smallest, smallest thing. Fucking uh, <laughs> territory. Province. Yeah. It's not a territory. I know, but I just went by like the lands, just to call it a territory. I know, fuck them. I don't know. And you look at their budget. There's no cost in the budget for a universal <laughs> pharmacare program. So they're just full of shit. Yeah, because Trudeau fucking lies about everything. That's why everybody hates him. Well, I mean, he's just the liberals always lie about pharmacare, just like Jean Chrétien did in 1998 
when he had to seduce Canada, do that, you know, do that uh, investigation to see if it would save money. Yeah. Turns out it did. Just discarded the findings, and then that was out of the uh, political discourse at the time. So there you go. Yeah, that's what they always do because they did later. the same thing with uh, basic uh, livable income. The, I don't Guaranteed. think the liberals ever said they would do it. No, but they uh, in the past Trudeau's dad did that. He oh. uh, he did that uh, in uh, Thompson actually. The test. The test. And it was it worked fantastic. It brought everybody out of The uh, test poverty. always works. And it's like, oh, nice. This actually works. We should implement it to everybody in Canada. No. And then, no. no. That's, but they always do that, though. Why? Because they're... Why? Because they hate it. I don't understand why. Because they don't believe in it ideologically. They don't believe in that. Ideolog that's the only answer I can come to, is that they ideologically do not agree with having everybody get money. So they just don't want people to not be poor. Yep. They want poor people. That's the only conclusion we can really come to. So it's either they're bad faith actors, uh -huh. they're evil people, mm -hmm. or they're corrupt. Yes. Those are the three options. You could say that they didn't want at the time to have to split an area in their budget for that. You could say that's something they didn't want to do because they had promises that were given to like all the subsidies they give and all the tax breaks they give and all that shit. They didn't want to have to cut a hole in their budget to put universal um to universal uh, basic income even though that would like guarantee them getting elected for the next 50 years because everybody would be getting dollars in the mail with the liberals party name on it yeah. so you know could have done that one boy but they don't want to do that it's so fucking dumb why why is this a layup that's such a fucking layup because everybody during this debate was stupid well, they didn't have enough time to answer anything. I don't think so. No, we saw a bunch of things that were good. No, no. They had little bits and pieces where they were shouting over each other. They had 30 seconds to respond to each question. I think that's ultimately what was uh, Jagmeet Singh's downfall was because he always tried to go like, Canadians, we're here for you. <laughs> a Canadian. Like, what is a Canadian? Yeah, exactly. What does he do? That's how, how he's talking. It's like, okay, bud, you got to make some point. What the fuck are you doing? And the Greens, um, same thing. They always try to, like, this is an issue of diversity. Or this is an issue of this. Where Blanchet, he goes up and he's just like, we need social housing and shit like that. I'll make this point uh, brief. Actually, against what your thing is about them not having enough time, yeah. the things that I like the most were from Blanchet. And if you look at the time, he had two minutes less than everybody else for talking. Yeah, so he spoke less than everybody. He still had, because he went directly to the point. So like everybody that. else should have done that. Everybody else could. There was no but limit. How, how do you that. how do you debate with thirty seconds? How do you debate it's a hard. massive topic in thirty seconds? Yeah, it's it's fucked up. How do you do that? That's what makes me so angry. How do you decide who you're going to vote for when you only have like thirty seconds on each issue? From each fucking person up there. You got it. These debates need to be fucking eight hours long. No one would watch it then. Well, exactly. But that's the only way for them to actually do anything. I'd rather have people watch it and it be insufficient than have it be sufficient and nobody watch it. Because then there's no point. I think they need to do longer debates. I think they need to do longer debates yeah. on more specific issues and less questions. Let them actually debate. Yeah, each other. maybe that would be weird. Like so actual debate. Questions. Maybe like, cut out the having the people come in, zoom in, you know, yeah. and ask uh, a question. Maybe cut those out. 
And literally more for okay, time. Debate bros on YouTube. Yeah. They what they do is they have two people or a panel of people go at it. And the uh, commentator or the person like hosting it mm -hmm. stays out of it. That's how it go, right? Yeah. That would be a, a way better. And then they only come in and be like, hey guys, relax. You gotta let each other finish. And they get like five minutes each. That way you can actually devy out uh divvy out. Divvy out a answer and have the actual debate. This isn't a debate. This is a pe five people standing in a line shouting at each other about nothing at the end of the day. Well, because then the reason why the reason why they're so points. stringent, the reason why they're so stringent on the timings though, is so that everybody gets the same amount of time. Yeah, that's why they need to be longer. They just need to have more time, or they need to have less, um, less questions, and just let them go. Yeah, they should. They but should I tell you what, a two-hour debate and then a question period after where uh, they ask specific leaders about specific issues. Yes. The, but that they they had journalists do that in the after stream, yeah. Like I mentioned before, yeah. But that was a sleeper, so I would uh, yeah. But I I tell you what though, even if we do have a better debate the next time we do this, uh, that's not going to be next. Sir. I know, I don't think so. But if they do change things, I still think the optimal strategy for the people going in who are going to be debating is to assume that you only have ten seconds. And to just go straight hard, your policies, boom, spit them out, and then, and then go from there. I agree, there. I agree. Don't do the flowery, we have to be leaders in and um, help all Canadians in this situation. We have to be for good things and against bad things. And then, no, fuck that. I agree. Put that in the end. I agree. It comes off a better for you when you don't do that and you don't do platitudes because people aren't fucking stupid. Excuse right. me. People aren't fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. They've heard it a million times. But you still can't go over a specific point in 30 seconds when they are like, how do you talk about how you're going to change the entire tax system in 30 seconds? Well, they asked about taxes. Right. That's why. Uh, well, they asked uh, the NDP about that. Oh, yeah. His plan's not specific enough. That's yeah, what they said. And, uh, how is he going to give a specific plan in 30 seconds? He should have just said, I don't have enough time to go over specific asshole. That's what he should have said. He should have. And then maybe gone into like some of it. But that was a thing, though, the problem that we had. Just for saying, because Blanche would come up. saying that doesn't help anybody. It just gives him like whatever. It looks like he's tough or whatever. I guess. That's about it. He's got to rattle off as many goddamn points he has about policies on his thing. The point of the debates, though, is to like determine who you're going to vote for, who has the best policies and all that shit, right? You and can't, you can't, get yeah, you can't get that with this format. It's kind of pointless, and everybody's just going to vote for who they're going to vote for anyways. It well, might change a percentage here and there. But we looked at the polls, my dude. We looked at 338 what changed? Canada. What changed in the polls from uh, a week ago? It was like six points. Six points? I think that's what it was, yeah. No, not six points. In the two polls, that are three polls that came out. Okay, well, it wasn't six. It was four or three in individual polls. They were up three or four in individual polls. Overall, the conservatives are still up plus 1.2 average. Yeah. But. It's the average that matters. Yeah. So the conservatives were up 1.2. They were up like 3%. They went down like 2%. Like. Average. Yeah. Like whatever. The know. liberals are still projected to win a minority. Yeah. N no one came off good. Except for uh, Blanchet, actually. Blanquet or whatever. Oh, do you want to finish up the points we have here? And. 
I guess we can. The only thing else the Greens said that was cool was they were like, decrim meth, because they asked about meth. For you a know, second meth there. is pretty cool. I think everybody should be a meth addict <laughs> once in their life. <laughs> so that was kind of a silly question they had about the hey, They're right. They're right. Decriminalize all drugs, and you'll have a safer world. No one else said anything that was particularly interesting. And then they asked about long-term care. Which is interesting. We talked about that on the podcast in the past. Because it was the COVID thing, right? Yeah. And... They asked Trudeau, and they thought this was going to be like a gotcha for them. They asked mm. Trudeau, and they asked, I think almost everybody, would you put your mother in a long-term care home? Trudeau's like, yeah. Yeah, she'd go straight in there. Yeah. And then O'Toole, they asked O'Toole, so you're saying you'll put your mother in? She's like, my mother is in one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And they went, they're like, oh, okay. The specific, the specific problem with these long-term care homes is the privatization of them. Because when they're privatized, they don't put enough funding in the actual care part. Yeah. The funding goes into the profit part. Well, yeah, they don't, they don't care about the actual... Exactly. Service. So that's the, like, Rivera and stuff like that. Right. And, and I've, Maple, heard, yes. I've heard... Um, anecdotal stories about the horrors of those places not from the nurses but actual from the um the lack of nurses well because we did those stories on the maples care home in winnipeg those were uh, um, more understaffed um, statistical based right and stuff like that oh they're finding all these corpses in there yeah so it's like and then the covid outbreaks because they didn't have enough you know um sanitary equipment and shit conservatives want to fund private care homes they had to send in the military that's true to the care long-term care homes and actually that's something that's funny because blanchet got fucked on that they had they asked uh blanchet so um they had to send the military into uh the quebec long-term care homes do you think that undermines your position for sovereignty because you had to have the federal military come in i'll help you out and no answer that he has is really gonna no, because everybody else in Canada is like, yeah, fuck you. The whole separatist idea is already hypocritical because yeah. they want to separate from Canada. Canada, da, da, right? Canada. Canada. They Canada want to separate stand. from Canada. Canada stand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they want to separate. And then it's like they also want all the benefits of being part of Canada. They want the energy grid to be the same. They want. Uh, they still want uh, federal funding. Well, what no no i there's no way they would say they would receive federal funding no i don't think they would well they want the canadian dollar they want to be a part of they the want economy. the canadian dollar yes but they would have to make like trade deals and shit but their trade deals would be like a european union situation yeah i assume that's what they're saying i don't think they would still receive like money for like the healthcare system from like the federal government I'm i think they would be sure. fully split off i'm pretty sure i that bro if that's true they're fucking okay, stupid well, We'll look into that for next. Don't don't take my word on it. Okay, no, no, it's all right. Uh, but other than that, the only things they said was what? Um, Imagine if they did separate and then just became a progressive, like racist. <laughs> let's let's divide the racism out of it. Let's say they like turn not racist. Okay, they're green, and it's all good. You know, yeah, they're green and they have good social programs. They have yeah. good social housing, and then they survive. If you're English. You go to prison. Uh, it, you know <laughs> they ban English people. That's something that the the on the provincial side they always would complain about Frank uh, Anglophones. Yeah. Well, I think that's a cultural thing. Yeah, the French people just don't like people who speak English. Uh, I've also heard that a lot of people are changing their tune over there. Apparently, over what? Over um the whole separatist. It's losing oh. steam. 
I mean, it's been losing steam since like 1980. Yeah. Since they kidnapped those dudes and shot them. <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. Yeah, that's not funny. Does that laugh? It is kind of funny though. You took a hostage, <laughs> that's your leverage. And then they shoot him. It's like, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> some, they did some, not watch the negotiator beforehand. Some, some of them got, uh, got uh, safe passage to Cuba, though. So, do you know that? No, I didn't. Three of the people who were part of the uh, FLQ? Yeah. Yeah, they got safe passage to Cuba. Wow. They negotiated it. Oh. They didn't nice. go to prison. Huh. And they're free in Cuba. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know about that. Yeah. I should read up more on that. Yeah, you know. But that's all we really had for the debate. So all in all, I got to say. Trash. Disappointed in the guys who I wanted to do well. The NDP, which I remember in 2019, Jagmeet Singh did a great job. Yep. In his debate for that and pitching his, his party as, as that's the alternative. That's when he was new. And however, in that election, we lost a shitload of seats. So not very good in that respect. But in We're this. We're still projected to win more seats over though. Yes. So if we go to. What As we saw our Lord we and Savior, the polls. The polls. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Not Jordan Peterson this time. No, I no, usually no, no. refer Fuck to him. Jordan Peterson as our Lord and Savior. That's true. Fuck him. I have a poster look- of him as Jesus on my wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you look at, so here we go. If you look at the seat projection right now, the uh, liberals are sitting at the national vote projection if the election happened today will be 31.4% would go to the liberals. And 32.9% would go to the conservatives, and 19.1% go to the NDP, and then underneath that, it's kind of... uh, It doesn't matter. Well, the bloc... Bloc would get 6.2% of the national vote, but does the bloc have a quarter of the support of the NDP, but has almost the exact same amount of seats? Yeah, so that's the interesting thing that we'll we'll say. So, it's 338 seats in the House of Commons, right? Mm -hmm. 143 would go to the Liberals if the election was held today. And Mm -hmm. 135 would go to the Conservatives. So, even though the Conservatives have more votes, they would still be in the minority. And the Liberals would have a minority government with uh, 143. If they got one more seat, they get 144, they have a majority. 169. Yeah, so if they get 169, which is possible, but it's unlikely. The polls would have to jump, like, a lot. The polls would have to jump. They would have to jump six or seven points in the national uh, polling for them to be able to get to 169. It's just specific specific writing. Possible for the liberals. So for the liberals, it's 142 seats and 134 for the conservatives. And then it's a plus 45, plus or minus 45 seats for the liberals. Yeah. And plus or minus 39 for the conservatives, because those are the swings, as uh, Derek just said. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then, so the NDP could actually get like 49 seats. In the swings. If they win all the swings. If, I wonder how, I wonder how potential it is for those swings are. I wonder how actually swing they are. Like if it's possible for the NDP to get it. Yeah, so... But it's like they don't know if it's uh, statistically guaranteed to them, right? Oh, yeah, of course. So that's yeah. the big thing. But so what else I want to say that we were complaining about, because this is stupid, is the NEP would have 20%, according to this national vote projection, would have 20% of the popular vote. And they would get 33 seats is what the projected amount would, they, that would be. That is less than 10% 
of all the seats in the House of Commons, even though they got 20% of the popular vote. Whereas the Bloc Québécois have 6.3% for the national vote projection, and then they would potentially get 27 seats. But I was just going to say, like, and the Bloc, if you look at the Bloc here, they have 6.3% of the popular vote, and yet they have 27 seats. They almost have as many seats as the NDP does, and yet they have, like, third. 15% less of a national vote projection. Yeah, they have a third of the votes that are the support that the NDP have, which is dumb. And what's a 30... Okay, here, yeah, I'm going to do some, uh, they have some th- calculations here. They have a third of the support the NDP has, yet they almost have the same number of seats, which is why we're saying this whole um, first-past-the-post election voting system is terrible, because if this was to happen, conservatives would, uh, you know... The conservative, more people in Canada would have voted for the conservatives, and yet the liberals would be in power. I see. So, yeah. Again, 31% of the, the popular vote, and they're getting more than 31% of the seats. They're getting like 35% of three, or like almost 40% yeah. of all the seats in the House. This first-past-the-post voting system is dumb. I hate it. It does not make sense, in my opinion. Because it makes you feel like if you live all the way out in, you know, the Bible Belt or in rural your areas. It doesn't matter. It's, it feels like you, your vote doesn't really matter. I like in my writing is Candace Bergen's writing is a guaranteed almost like 75% of the votes go to Candace Bergen. Almost 80% of the votes go to Candace Bergen. I'm sitting there being like my little socialist dude. I ride up to the fucking polling station on, your my, bike. on my bike because I can't afford a car because <laughs> I'm a socialist. And then I go in there. I'm just like, I'm voting NDP. And then they're like, ha, loser. They're like, cap. Fuck you. And they just throw the vote out because they don't give a fuck. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, they literally put it. They're like, oh, cool. They lo- open up my ballot. Look at it. Yeah. Because they've screened me at upon entry. Yeah. Just like they do at airports. Well, yeah, they have a they have a socialism uh, sector. Wand. Yeah. yeah. That beep, beep, beep. If it goes over you. And then. Just like, port, port, port. <laughs> and then um, they open up your vote and read it. And if it's NDP, they have a shredder right next to them. Because that's what they do. <laughs> That's how it works. I've seen it's it. It's legal. I worked at one of those. That's what they do. Is it? Is no. it? That's crazy, bro. But, but yeah, the dude. Supreme Court supports it, too. Supreme Court said, yeah, fuck them. Don't care. <laughs> that was a lot of cap right there. <laughs> yeah, that was the cap. Uh, that's not what they do. But, but still, that's how it feels like under this first... The rise, only good thing about this system is that the People's Party of Canada have zero seats projected. That's great. And the amount of votes that they are going to get is going to split the conservative vote a little bit. It's good, but it does not, mm, it's not going to fucking matter, dude. They, they didn't have any, anything really this election. Last election was their big hurrah. I haven't People's seen party? anything. Of, yeah. They, they have more support now. Okay. I see signs. There's literally signs in Oak Bluff. What? I've seen signs there for the People's Party, but I yep. also see liberal signs there. There is straight up people's party signs along my drive into the city and back jesus christ and i hate that fuck the people's party makes dude. me angry but the they Greens got have seats. less less support than the people's party and yet they have two seats yeah see this is what i'm saying though it's it, the first pass of the post system is all based upon tiny majorities right yeah majorities in areas and if you don't you know, if you just happen to be in one of these areas, but you support NDP, it's like your vote is just like, no. It doesn't matter. You don't live in a swing, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Why does the popular vote not matter? Granted, if matter. we're arguing for the popular vote, and if it was the popular vote, the conservatives would win. And you know what? But if that's what the majority of Canadians want, then they should have it. 
But I also think that if we get rid of the system, a large percentage of the liberals would move to the NDP. Yes. And the NDP would be able to gain more traction. Because, first and, of all, they would be able to actually get a proportionate amount of power to the proportionate uh, um, proportionate amount of support that they have. Of votes. And also right? just the votes in total would go up because people wouldn't be strategically voting anymore. Yeah, exactly. So districts. liberals wouldn't, or people that vote liberal wouldn't be forced to vote liberal mm -hmm. uh, because they could be like, hey, I actually agree with the NDP more, uh, but I actually think that they have a chance now. Right, yeah. Because right? now my vote no, actually matters. No one thinks that the NDP has a chance, so no one votes NDP. And Even therefore they don't win. Everybody fucking loves the NDP. Not everybody. Well, not everybody, but... Like, but the most favorable politi like leader. If you go by if you go by your policies, well, no, the more f most favorable politician, like political leader, yeah. is Jagmeet Singh. Oh, okay. He has almost fifty percent uh, popularity amongst Canadians. Oh, Trudeau cool. is like at thirty eight or something, and O'Toole's like lower than that. Jesus, like he's like 45 percent Canadians like him. Pretty good. Why isn't he winning? So you know, if we change that, the system yes the conservatives would be in power but you know but ultimately the, the progressives would that, win you know, yeah i believe the progressives would win if we move to a better voting system because and i believe be, yeah more people are progressive than they are conservative despite what they think maybe that's why the think. propaganda has got a lot of people propaganda has got people a lot of people unfortunate but i, I will say this It'll split the conservative vote because then a lot of them will vote People's Party. And then even in that system, the People's Party would have a couple seats because they're even they're even more prominent than the Green Party. When it comes to the national vote projection. Yeah. So, but I'm just, even in the hypothetical, let's say that people's minds didn't change. And it, like the flip of the switch, right before the election, they changed it to um, like the multiple switch. member. ACDC? Yes. Multiple member representation. Yeah. MMP or whatever. If we went to um, the popular vote calculation. Or the popular vote voting system, mm -hmm. where that decided who has the majority in the House. Let's just say that was the case, and this these numbers here remain the same, and the Conservatives got a majority, thirty two point nine percent. I like I was saying before, I support democracy. I don't like the Conservative, but if a majority of Canadians wanted Conservatives, then that's what should be in power, mm -hmm. right? It's called being principled. It's, it's democracy, yeah. I also believe in democracy. Right. Yeah. In Anybody... all cases, especially in the workplace, but yes, principle democracy. Yes. Unless if it, it is about discriminating against people's races. But uh, that's what we have a constitution for. So, constitution with lots of democracy. I'd be banging. But that's basically what we have. Derek, you actually have 15 minutes left before you have to go. Yeah, I gotta go real soon, so I think that You think this will be have the, to be it? It'll yeah. be the one-topic podcast. I hope you enjoyed this elections podcast. Yeah, this is the election podcast, boys. Or the Sorry. electoral debate podcast. Pogchamps. It's Pogchamp. Pogchamp. I don't fucking know. Fighting plural. Kappas. Kappas? Komodo hype. Komodo hypes. <laughs> So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, uh, remember to download it and do all that stuff. Share it. It was a fun time complaining about how fucking dumb these debates were. I should probably go back and watch the French one, but I would have to have subtitles. I don't want to watch the French one because it's in French and I don't understand French. That's a personal flaw, but you know, yeah. I'm not a good Canadian. But yeah, so that was all, guy. <laughs> that was all. <laughs> 
See ya, homies. Yeah, all right. Thanks that was, for listening. That was, that was great. That was Game right, Perspective. Bye. Signing off. Goodbye.